Morning church, happy Sabbath to all. My theme in here with my friends is the theme of going with Jesus and dreaming with your eyes open. Can we turn our pages to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7? If anyone is there, can I say an amen? amen? Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, put your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts with your minds in Jesus Christ. The story of Joseph and his brothers reminds us of the Lord's Reminds us of the Lord's of our lives will not always be easy. They may involve some suffering. But if we trust in Jesus, Jesus and keep our eyes on him, he will always bring us through. Joseph was a young man who had big dreams. He dreamed that one day he would be a great leader. But his brothers were jealous of him and sold him into slavery. Joseph was taken into Egypt where they mistreated him and imprisoned him. But in, even in his suffering, Joseph never gave up in his dreams. He trusted in the Lord, and he knew that the Lord had a way for him. Eventually, Joseph's dreams came true. He was released from prison, and he became a powerful leader in Egypt. He saved his family from famine and reunited them. Joseph's story is a reminder that Jesus is always with us, even during our suffering. He will never abandon us, and he will always bring us through our destiny. Questions you could tell yourself or ask yourself during the afternoon of praise or worship. Are you facing difficulties of your dreams? Is there anything in your life that's delaying the Lord's plans? What does the story of Joseph and his brothers teach you? What is the reminder that, wait, sorry. What does the story show about my relationship or your relationship with Jesus? Remember that obedience to Jesus not always produced the expected visible results, but to keep safe from harm. The leaders in the church. Children and youth are constantly bombarded to give up on their dreams and accept migratory. Pray that no amount of opposition, hatred, or envy will distract them, and they will always not lose their dream or faith. Pathfinders, staying true to Jesus regardless of your circumstances. Praying that Jesus will glorify you and love in his dream through his life. Pray that the Lord will give you strength and do the right thing even if no one likes you. Pray that the Lord's purpose will live with you and despite your pain. Conclusion. To dream with your eyes open, we need to know that the Lord always has a plan for all of us. And the Lord is always with us. And the importance for forgiving others. Amen. Good morning, church. In continuing with our theme of grow, going with Jesus, growing in faith. The story of Josiah, the king of Judah, which we find in 2 Kings 22, verses 3, with the main focus of living God's ideals for your life. Our scripture verse is 1 Timothy 4, verses 12, which says, Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. The story of Josiah is an inspiring one showing us that even a young person can make a big difference for the Lord. Josiah was only eight years old when he became king of Judah, but he was determined to lead his people back to the Lord. He removed the idols and the, from the temple and restored worship to the Lord. He also made sure that the people obeyed the laws of the Lord. Age is just a number. What were you doing at age eight? 
You're probably doing homework for school and playing with friends, but you weren't getting ready to become king. Imagine the newspaper headlines, or the radio and the television news bulletins of the time. Too young to rule, young child earmarked to rule Judah, or in the hands of a child, we are doomed. How about young king started a revival? Josiah's story is a reminder that we should never underestimate the power of a young person who is committed to Jesus. We all have the potential to make a difference for the Lord, no matter how old we are. Some prayer thoughts for us, for leaders, is that it's so good to be young persons in the Lord's work. In every age and generation, Jesus has come to the young people to take his message forward. Both the Bible and the church history show us that Jesus wants us to use young people. Pray that our pathfinders and teens will be willing to be used by Jesus. And for pathfinders, Jesus is calling all pathfinders and teens to return to his word, the Bible. Pray that we will learn about Jesus and that our lives will be pleasing to him. Pray that we will hide his word in our hearts and be a light to others. Pray that the light of Jesus will never grow dim in our hearts. Let's make a solemn commitment to love the Lord with all their hearts and to follow him wherever he may call. In conclusion, here are some things you can do to grow in our faith and live the Lord's ideals for our lives. Read the Bible regularly. The Bible is our primary source of information about Jesus and his will for our lives. By reading the Bible, we can learn about his love, forgiveness, and grace. Pray often. Prayer is a way of communicating with the Lord. When we pray, we can tell him our thoughts, feelings, and requests. We can also ask for his guidance and help. Attend church regularly. Church is a great place to learn about Jesus and his word. It is also a great place to fellowship with other Christians and grow in our faith. Get involved in ministry. There are many ways to get involved in ministry, such as volunteering at a local church or soup kitchen. When we get involved in ministry, we can use our gifts and talents to serve others and make a difference in the world. Let's pray that we will all grow in our faith and live God's ideals for our lives. Morning Church. Go with Jesus, courage and faith. This story is a story of a servant girl and the mighty warrior found in 2 Kings 5 verse 1 to 19. Courage and faith in the face of danger can provide an opportunity for healing, forgiveness, and a future in Jesus. Please open your Bibles to Psalms 139, 13, verse 16. It reads as follows. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. <clears throat> the story of the servant girl in, found in 2 Kings verse 5 is a story of courage and faith. This servant girl was taken from her home and forced to work as a slave for a foreign general. She was in a difficult and unfamiliar situation, but she never gave up hope. She knew that there was a God who could help her. 
and she dared to speak up to her master about him. The servant girl in Naaman's house is an example of a humble, faithful servant. She was willing to speak up for what she believed in, even to a powerful leader like Naaman. She is a reminder that God can use anyone to accomplish his purposes, no matter how young or insignificant they may seem. Some questions you can ask yourself is, when you go into a new place, do you feel brave or fearful? Why is it important to know who you are? What do you suppose the source of the servant girl's courage and faith was? How can you have faith and, and courage in a new situation? What do you admire most about the servant girl? A prayer thought. It can be hard to pray for those who want to ruin you, persecute you, abuse you, embarrass you, or even kill you. However, we should use every opportunity to pray for them. Pathfinders, love your enemies. Pray that Jesus removes the hate from your heart and replaces it with love for those who hate you. Pray that Jesus will show you your, your place in his will. Pray for the courage and opportunity to share Jesus with those you encounter. List all the times and situations you showed courage and faith. I'm still learning to have courage and faith, but I am grateful for the times that I was able to do so. It is a journey, but it is worth taking. Can you hear me? Moment. Can you hear me? Okay. Let's summarize. Go with Jesus this morning. The Bible says Joseph dreamt with his eyes opened. Go with Jesus is the message that we want to leave you with this morning. If you look in the lessons that the young pathfinders have shared this morning, the Bible says Joseph went with Jesus. Joseph was in difficult situations. From the pit to the palace, he went with Jesus. In Egypt, he stood with Jesus. In prison, he was the best prisoner that you can ever think of. In Potiphar's house, facing sin, facing temptation, Joseph stood with Jesus. Joseph walked with Jesus. Are you walking with Jesus this morning? The story of Josiah presents to us a story of a young adventurer. At eight years of age, he chose to walk with Jesus. At eight years of age, he chose to be a leader. At eight years of age, he chose to bring a revival. Young as we are, young as adventurers and pathfinders, if we choose to walk with Jesus, God will bring a revival in his church. In that time, in that moment in time, it was a tough and difficult situation. There was idol worship. There was Baal worship. There was all sorts of things that were happening at that particular point in time. But a young adventurer, a young eight-year-old child, 
when he opened the scriptures, when he read the word of God, the Bible says there was a revival. Are you bringing a revival where you are seated? The Bible says, when you go in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 23, verses 25, talking about Josiah, before him there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, with all his might, and walked according to all the laws of Moses. No, after him there was none like him. My question that I want to leave with you this morning is, can it be said of you that before you, there was none like you? Josiah, young, at eight years of age, brought a revival. Young, as pathfinders and adventurers, we can bring a revival. Go with me to the book of John chapter 6, verses 1. We find another story of a young man who chose to walk with Jesus. A young man with two loaves and five fish. You're not listening. Are you still there? A young man with five loaves and two fish chose to walk with Jesus that day. The Bible doesn't tell us if his parents were there. But what we know is that that day, when the multitude and the crowds were following Jesus, the young man chose to follow Jesus as well. He walked with Jesus. The disciples looked around and said, but there's no food. What are we going to give these people? When I looked at this story about this young man, I realized that the miracle was not in multiplying the fish and the loaves, but the miracle was in the young man willing to give himself to Jesus. Amen. The young man gave himself to Jesus. The young man gave his all to Jesus. If I look at some of us as young people, imagine somebody asking for your lunch and say, give it to me. I want to share with the rest of the church. I think it's, it's, it's always a difficult situation. But the Bible says this young man, looking at the multitude that were there, 5,000 people that were there, he chose to give himself to Jesus. He chose to give the five loaves, the two fish to Jesus. Guess what? When you give everything to Jesus, Jesus will multiply what you give to him. As young people, I want to challenge you this morning. Give yourself to Jesus. Give your all to Jesus, and Jesus will multiply everything that you have. That day, church, 5,000 people were fed because of a miracle of a young man who gave himself to Jesus. Have you given yourself to Jesus this morning? The story that we read in 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 to 4, presents to us a story of a young servant girl. I want to suggest to you this was a pathfinder. The Bible tells us that the Syrians, in their quest, they had gone and had captured this young girl, and she finds herself in the house of Naaman. The young girl, the young pathfinder, looking at this situation, it was a, a dire situation. Leprosy, if you look at the concept of leprosy or the disease of leprosy, when you had leprosy in that day, you were doomed to die. His fate was death. But we see a young girl who chose to go with Jesus. We see a young girl, she, she, she comes up, she says, Mommy, she says, if only my master could go to Israel, there there will be a prophet. 
and he shall be healed of his prophecy. He shall be healed of this leprosy. The Bible says Naaman took all his chariots, took all the gold, took all the silver, took everything that he had, and he found himself going to Israel, and he goes and he finds himself by the presidential palace before the king. Now, when Naaman is before the king, the king, instead of receiving Naaman, church, the concept of witnessing had been started by the pathfinder. We see the president, we see the king saying, Am I God that I can heal or give life? Sometimes, as presidents, as leaders, pathfinders start the ministry. They preach the sermon. All that we need when people have come to you, baptize those people. The Bible says the king tore his claws and cried out, Am I God that I can heal this person? All that the king needed to do was bring the person to the Lord, baptize the person, and show Christ to him. Because the young pathfinder who was going with God had started the sermon, he had preached. I'm thankful for an elder that day. Elder Elisha says to the, to the president, Oh king! Bring the man to me that he might know that there is a God in Israel, church. I want to suggest to you that in times of difficulty, in times where we find ourselves there's politics in the church, there's fighting in the church, we need elders, we need leaders that will stand and call people and say, bring them to us so that they might know that there is a God in the Seventh-day Adventist church. Amen. I want to suggest to you that as pathfinders we are working with Jesus. I want to suggest to you this morning that there is a God in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. If you have not walked with Jesus Christ, I want to suggest to you when you leave this place, have a new walk with Christ. When Elisha had told Naaman to go and take a shower in the River Jordan, the Bible says when he came out after seven times of dipping in the water, his skin was that of a little babe. Realizing this miracle, Naaman goes back to him and says, I like this part, for I know now that there is a God in Israel. For I know that in Israel there is no other God that we can serve. Church, I want to suggest to you, when people have seen Christ in Bible Church, when people have been have witnessed of Christ, they will go out and tell the world that there is a God in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our mission, our job this morning is to tell them of a Christ that is coming. Our mission is to share the gospel message to all the world in our generation. If in this generation, as a member of this church, if in this generation, as a member of this church, you have not told, told one soul about a soon coming savior, you're still lacking in the ministry. The call to worship this morning is, go with Jesus. Are you going with Jesus? this morning. The pathfinders have shared this morning. The pathfinders have chosen to go with Jesus. Last week we had a baptism here. I'd like to ask Robin if you can stand. Robin, Moza, and Shumi. Last week in this church, these three young ladies chose to go with Jesus. They chose to walk with Jesus. Today, they are witness standing here as fruits from this church that 
there is power in working with Jesus. If young people like this can choose to work with Jesus, today I want to challenge you that you work with Jesus. These three young ladies have chosen to work with Jesus. Life might be difficult. Things will be difficult. I want to challenge you young ladies to say, because you have chosen to work with Jesus today, your journey henceforth will not be an easy one. Your journey from here on, Satan will try and attack you left, right, and center. But when you stand with Jesus, when you stand and choose to walk with Jesus, I want to tell you, you will be conquerors. I want to tell you that you will bring revival. If you go to colleges, some of you will be going to colleges, some of you will be starting further. At the university, because you are going with Jesus, there will be a revival at the campus. Because you are going with Jesus, at the school where you are, there will be a revival. People will be told of Jesus and people will be brought to Jesus through your ministry. The young servant girl was able to minister for Jesus. Naaman was baptized. Naaman received Christ as his savior. This morning, there could be somebody seated here. You have not walked with Jesus all your life. You may be sitting. You have not given yourself to Christ as your personal savior. Probably you are thinking and having heard the message of this morning. You have seen the Pathfinders talk this morning. You feel the spirit is working in you. You are saying, Elder, there is the pool behind us. There is the baptismal font. I want to commit myself and walk with Jesus that one day when there is another baptism, I can also be baptized. If it is your wish, I want you to stand this morning. You have not been baptized, you have not given yourself to the Lord, and you want to say today, like these three young ladies, you want to give yourself to the Lord. I want to give you this moment to stand, because we want to have a special prayer for you that you may give yourself to Christ. As the pianist plays for us, we give you this moment to think about that choice. Amen. What does the church say? The journey of being a Christian is not an easy journey. The journey of choosing to walk with Christ is not an easy journey. Some of our elders here have walked with Christ for over 50 years. They've seen the ups, they've seen the downs, but they're still standing in this church. It is because of that decision that they made many years ago. Today, I see these three young pathfinders standing courageously. It's not an easy thing to stand in front of a full packed church like this, to take a stand and say, I want to walk with Christ. I want you ladies to come up front. We'll call our elder, um, elder sister, our youth leader, to come up front, accepting these young ladies. Give them a special prayer to say, the journey that they are taking today, the road that they are choosing to walk today, may it be a walk that will be Christ-filled, a walk that will transform lives, a walk that will make a difference in their lives. It's not easy. You could be an elderly person seated there. You are still debating. 
Maybe as we pray and you feel moved by the Spirit to take a stand as well, you can either raise your hand, you can either come up front, or at the end of the service, you can meet any of the elders and say, I want to commit myself. Like I said, the baptism front is here. You never know, today could be your last day on earth. But as we commit ourselves to Christ, Christ is prepared to take us to the next level. My prayer for each one of you is that as we conclude this day of investiture, this day of Pathfinder Day, may you renew yourself. May you give yourself anew to Christ and say, Lord, I want to be a new person. I want to take a new walk and become a newborn again. My elder, I want you to pray for the church. I want you to pray for the young ladies that are here. The decisions that they have taken this morning, cement it, strengthen it, that their walk may be a walk that is Christ-filled. Thank you, Brother Bungani. Just let's close our eyes for a short period, dear Lord. We thank you for the commitments that were made, dear Lord. We realize, too, it's, it's not an easy commitment. Uh, when we walk with you, the devil is always out there to get us off your pathway, dear Lord. We thank you for the young ladies for deciding to walk with you, dear Lord. We pray, dear Lord, that you give them insight, open their minds as they would attend the Bible classes so that they can get ready for baptism. Anyone else that would like to make a decision, dear Lord, we pray that you'd work with us too. This we pray in your blessed and holy name with much thanksgiving. Amen.